What is going on, guys? Chris Odom here with the Wisdom from My iPhone Notes podcast, where I share short little snippets of wisdom that I've written down in my iPhone notes over the years and want to share with you guys and hope that you can gain some wisdom from it as well. So today's episode is episode 10 called Snacking on Sin Cycles. So it begins with a sermon that I was actually giving to the Passion City College students back about a year ago. Um, and really, this has been something that's been consistent in my life is realizing, hey, I have some negative sin cycles in my life, and so I need to be addressing these. So if there's one thing about me, I love snacking. Uh, if it's white chocolate, I'm in. I'm totally 100% in. So when I go to like a vending machine or a gas station or a grocery store and I see a zero bar, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love zero bars. Oh, I love white chocolate. Let's just go. And then I eat it and I'm like, oh, I don't like zero bars. Why did I not remember this? <laughs> I had one of these like a year ago or like a month ago or whatever. And I just, I do it again. So then let's fast forward like months or years later because I forget again. I look and I'm like, Zero bar. Mm. Yeah, I love white chocolate. I mean, I'm going to love this. And I get it. And of course, I'm disappointed again. And I'm like, why did I buy this dumb zero bar? I know I don't like them. <laughs> and then I realized that's the exact same thing we do with sin in our lives. You give, a, you give it enough time in between the sin and we forget and we just do it again. And I'm not talking about the sins that we know are sins and we struggle with them on a daily basis or monthly basis or whatever it is, but the ones that we do out of ignorance or we actually just choose to ignore. And it makes me think of the verse in Proverbs 26:11, which is, as a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. Um, so let's go through a couple of my personal sin cycles that I've seen throughout the years in my life, uh, and we'll start in high school. So in high school, it was pretty consistent with getting angry during competitive sports. Specifically, I was doing uh, competitive golf in high school and would find myself, when I wasn't playing well, getting mad, getting frustrated, getting like a kind of like an angry and just immaturity, to be honest. And it just happened over and over and over again. And it wasn't until one day where, my, actually my mom, funny enough, my mom said something to me and I realized, all right, it's time for me to get control of this. This is something that's happening over and over again. And so uh, that was when I started to make a change. And in college, oh my gosh, conflict. It was, seemed so consistent where it was just conflict after conflict after conflict. And I would just avoid it at all cost. I mean... I hate conflict. I'm a harmony guy. If you're a strengths finder, um, my number one is harmony. And then if you're an Enneagram person, I'm a one wing nine, which nine is basically harmony. And so I would just try to avoid conflict at all costs. And then I realized, man, I'm actually, this is something I'm avoiding. And this is something the Lord's trying to teach me. And I'm just not learning it. And it wasn't until I made it personal, which was, I'm actually quenching the Holy Spirit by not learning conflict. And so that was something, again, I addressed in my life. And of course, I don't like conflict right now <laughs> in my life as a as a harmony guy. But I realized that sometimes to get to harmony, you have to go through conflict. So that was then. 
in college and still, of course, growing in. But now, okay, so there's now what are the things that I'm basically doing with? A um, couple things. I'll address one, two, three, four, five of them. And um, there's more, of course. But we'll go through those and see what I've learned and how I'm growing through it. So one, burnout. Well, episode nine was about recognizing burnout. So if you go back to that, you can learn some more about a little bit of my experience with it. Uh, but what I realized is it actually was a cycle in my life. When I was in high school, it was golf, and I burned out on it hard. And then in college, it was the organization that I formed, and I just burned out really hard on it. And I realized, hey, this is a cycle in my life. What I do is the next one. I don't give myself the freedom to enjoy. I kind of go like OCD hard on uh, activity or organization or whatever it is, entrepreneurial activity. And then I just take the joy out of it and then I burn out because I don't have any balance. And so I realized, hey, this is a cycle. This is something that I need to remove from my life. So burnout, not giving myself the freedom to enjoy, removing the negative self-criticism voice. Um, That's something the Lord has revealed to me over the years as well through Enneagram, one of those uh, sources that I learned that, which was really good. It talked about a thing called the superego. I addressed that in previous podcasts, but the superego, which is essentially you just kind of, you don't treat yourself very well. You don't talk to yourself. Your inner thoughts uh, don't treat yourself very well. And so that's something that I've had to learn and grow through and say, that's something I need to to get rid of. That's ridiculous. Um, on the episode 9.5, I kind of talked about this one, which was uh, relational boundaries. So what I've realized is my spiritual health is related to my emotional health, and then my emotional health is related to my um, relational health. And so what it starts with is I usually say, oh, man, my relationship with the Lord isn't that good. But then when you could really ask me is you could say, Chris, how are you doing in your relationships? Do you have healthy relational boundaries? Because really it starts there because if my relational boundaries are poor, then I'm not doing well emotionally, and then that affects my relationship with the Lord. And so realizing that. Um, kind of where I am now, removing my identity from performance. Um, I think it's very easy in our culture and just in general to kind of put your identity with how you perform. And so that's something I'm continuing to remove and say, that's just not true. Um, my worth is not based on what I can perform. Um so anyways, those are some of the ones that, that I've been dealing with in the last couple of years in removing those, what I'll call negative sin cycles or the zero bar concept. What are some potential negative sin cycles in your life? So why don't I just uh, list some of these and see if some of these relate to you guys. You continue to compromise in your dating relationships, whether that be in regards to purity or constantly dating the wrong type of person. That's something I see very consistently in people's lives. You constantly worry. You constantly seek the approval of others instead of seeking God's approval. Do you have some hidden pride in there? You've convinced yourself that it's okay to be drunk on special occasions and end up making bad decisions afterwards. You struggle with your image, but you continue to go back to that Instagram profile or those magazines. You continue to hang around that people or that group of people that you know you shouldn't, and you keep falling back into sin because of them. 
you're posting photos on social media, so Snapchat or Instagram, that you know are only for self-promotion, but you continue to do it. You're a workaholic or you're money-focused, and you're trying to earn God's approval through performance. So those are some examples. Those are my personal ones, and those are some others that I see consistently in people's lives that we need to be removing. How does this relate to Scripture? Well, isn't this the exact same thing that the Israelites did? It's so crazy. You see in the book of Judges where they just go through this cycle. They fall in the sin. The Lord brings a nation to bring his wrath. Then Israel cries out. Then the Lord brings a judge, and he delivers them. And you just see it happens over and over and over again. And that's why in Deuteronomy 8, he said this. He said, Take care lest you forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments and his rules and his statutes, which I command you today. Lest when you have eaten and are full and have built good houses and live in them, and when your herds and flocks multiply and your silver and gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart be lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery who led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty ground, where there was no water, who brought you water, who brought you water out of the flinty rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna that your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and test you to do you good in the end. Beware lest you say in your heart, My power and the might of my hand have gotten me this wealth. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. I love that verse. I think that's definitely a verse for America, so to speak. Let's not forget the Lord our God. Let's follow his commandments and rules and statutes. And so my challenge, what is the challenge? Why do I even bring all this up? Is, hey, let's remove these negative cycles in our life. I think this, we, man, what we just forget. We either do it out of ignorance or... We know we're doing it, and we just need to remove it. And so that's my challenge to us today, is let's talk to the Lord. Let's ask the Holy Spirit. Let's ask our friends even, hey, what negative sin cycles, what zero-bar concepts do you see in my life that I need to to remove, Lord? Or, hey, friend, I know you've known me for a long time. Is there anything that you see in my life that needs to be removed, that I keep repeating over and over that I'm not necessarily recognizing? Because, guys, we want to walk in a greater freedom, wisdom, joy, and holiness in our lives. So let's confess our sins to him and ask him to reveal what those things are so we can walk in that. Thanks for listening today to Snacking on Sin Cycles. If you enjoy what you're listening to, subscribe. Until next time. (laughs) 